Remember when that guy blows up on Lost holding the dynamite? Yeah. No. No. I don't think I got that far in Lost. Is it in the first episode? It's like pretty early. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour solving mysteries. I'm Clifton, and I'll be your guest DM. Hey there, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kevin, a fearbog hippie and bass player in the band Dream Lancer. He's wearing a sweet leather vest with long chevron fringe, an olive green bandana, and Birkenstocks. No shirt, though, as long as Clifton says his aesthetic won't make him freeze to death. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, who is a changeling, who's playing Scrapper, who is a shifter guitar player in the band Dream Lancer. Don't worry, we get confused, too. Maybe one day, Staff will be discovered by the other band members, and we won't have to do this anymore. Hey there, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, the fluffiest, best snow-catching snow leopard, tabaxi bard you've ever met. Windy's excited to put her imp plushie to good use training Lars, and she's also got a brand new pretty necklace that she's excited to show off. Blue compliments her white fur. She's also super excited to travel in the snow. Hi, I'm Ed, and I'm playing Lars, the dog-sized gerbil. Lars used to be an elephant-sized gerbil until Dream Lancer shrunk him down to dog-sized. And uh, they took him in as a pet and travel around with Lars. They made him their drummer in their band, so he now drums for Dream Lancer. And also, he at some point picked up a spinner-top rainbow-colored hat that gives him the ability to speak. But turns out he's just not that bright, so he doesn't have much to talk about. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang discovered that there was a devil running the mining town of Miradun. They decided on a plan to blow up the mine. We join them as they head to the barracks to find Craig, the demolitions expert. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Okay, uh, this way. She leads you towards the, the other building. We follow. Is Craig still awake? Um, I don't know what time it is. It's not late, but it's past five. Okay. So you get there, walk into the uh, communal housing. And it looks like normal, like, military barracks. They're kind of bare. Does it turn out that all the housing is just called Bear? So it's like Bear Y, Bear W, Bear Z, and this is Bear X. Yep. You got it. Got it in one. Dude, I'm so smart. It looks like the housing in uh, Pripyat. It's, like, slightly glowing. Does it have a real, like, East Germany feel to the aesthetic of the architecture around here? A little bit. It's not like, oh, it's brutalist architecture. It's just, like, oh, it's really depressing. Mm. Banausic. Banausic? Yeah. Is that what that means? Uh, yeah, it means like uh, plain and built for purpose and not for style. Like utilitarian? Yeah. Spartan. Mm. What's Bauhaus Sparse. like? Bauhaus? Yeah. Isn't that where you put rowboats? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> just, the, just the front ends. It was a school of architecture. Like it, like it was a... It's the name of a type of architecture, but I can't remember what it looks See, like. See, remember when I told you that we should have all taken an architecture class before we did this podcast? It's the most important thing to D&D. 
how buildings look. It's true. I'm sorry. I feel like I got us distracted. Eh, maybe a little. Uh, you go there and she leads you over to a specific bunk and it's empty. Hmm. I just saw Craig earlier today. I look at Wendy wide-eyed and say, maybe Craig's been a ghost this whole time. I turn to Scrapper and I say, maybe he's at the secret bar that we can get access to. Yeah. Janice, where's the secret bar? There's only the regular bar. Where's that? It's closed. Oh. The guard told us that there wasn't one, but we know that they're liars. Well, I don't know what goes on up on the hill, but there aren't any everywhere else. No bars. All closed. What's on the hill? The manor. You mean the bluff? You can call it that, I guess. Are there any other people in the bunks near here? There are some, yeah. I say, hey, friend. And one turns around. And then I say, hey, comrades. Do more of them turn around? No. And I say, has anybody seen Craig? Craig? I saw him this morning. I think he went to the meeting, but I didn't see him there. Hmm. Can we have some dynamite without an ammunitions expert? Ammunitions? Whatever he is. Demolition expert. It'll be very dangerous. That's fine. We love danger. I kind of get out of Wendy's uh, peripheral vision, like behind her, and then I tug with one finger at my collar, and I make a face like, I'm really worried, like, maybe we shouldn't do that. Behind her back, so she doesn't know. Uh, Janice says, I just, if Craig's the, the next one that disappears from this town, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. It, it's driving me insane. Yeah. Well, where does he usually work? Maybe we can check that. Maybe he has like a stash of alcohol there that he had to go get. Well, I don't think he had stashes, but you know, demolitions expert usually in the mine, they retrieve their explosives from uh, the ore holding facilities. Oh, yeah. How do we get to that? That's the, the warehouse right over here. Oh, yeah. Why did you just say that? I did. Hey, Wendy, let's go to the warehouse. Okay. There was a guy in the warehouse earlier. Maybe that was Craig. And then I look at the people standing around, the dwarves standing around like, huh? No, no, that that's uh, Devin. Devin's on duty today. He's the warehouse ward? Sure. I feel like we're chasing, like, I don't know, something that's hard to chase. Uh, Tame Goose. Yeah. What? It's even harder than that? Like a wild goose? Maybe like a cricket. Crickets are really hard to trap. They're not hard to trap. Yeah, they are. I'll show you. They're I'll catch one right now. Frogs. Hey, Wendy. Yeah? Uh, and I shrug. You want to go to the warehouse? I guess. Like, do you think we're going to find anybody there? Mm, yeah. I, I think maybe we got to go in the mine, man, and just like see if there's something in there that we can lure this dude with. We're going to find Devin. Donovan. De- Derek. Dvorak. Denevin? Denevin. We're going to find that guy, the warehouse ward. Okay, let's go find him. All right. All right, hold on. What's Kevin up to right now? He is uh, wandering around the town going, Lars! L- Lars! Hey, here, boy! Okay, is there any direction you're going in particular? Um... I think he would have left the stable through the door and looked at the ground to see if he found any gerbil prints. And if he didn't, then just random direction. Uh, Do an investigation. 14. No gerbil tracks that you've seen on this side of town. Okay. When I walk out of the stable, which way am I facing? You are facing toward the manor. And we came from there and didn't see him. Yes. So I probably wouldn't go that way. 
I mean, that's up to you. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone that way because we came from there. So I would have gone the other way towards um, the shop that was closed okay. and like go like look around back. And are there woods? Very sparsely wooded. Yeah, I would just go or I think I would like circle all the buildings that I could find. Hollering. Okay. Uh, roll me another investigation. 21. So around the general store, you don't see anything either. Um, further beyond that is just um, the trail leading out of the other side of town and the uh, guard posts you can see towards either side of the edge of the valley. Okay. I'm going to assume he wouldn't have left town because the guards would have stopped him because there shouldn't have been animals. So I stay within the town, keep in looking. Okay. But you think that a town that doesn't want animals in it would be upset if an animal is leaving town? No, because they saw us come in and they're trying to keep all the animals chained up. I don't know. All right. Uh, we're going to go back to Lars. Yeah. Um, roll me a perception with advantage. 14. 14. I almost got a negative one. No, I almost got a zero. Behind you, you see another um, another bright light. Toward the cave entrance? Uh, not necessarily towards the entrance, but, you know, there's that big cavern behind you, Toward that you fork? Too. Yeah. Okay. And you hear a, a bit of um, a scuffle. A scuffle? Yeah, like somebody maybe moving around some. All right, I'll go that way. Okay. You get out into the main chamber, and the one across from where you are, not straight across, but like a little bit diagonal, because they weren't exactly, right. you can see a steady purple glow. Ooh, I'll head that way. Okay, when you get down towards the end of this part of the cave, you can see a portal. Ooh! A big circle, and it's glowing purple. Um, all right, I'll go in there. Just to be clear, this is like a magical portal, not like, uh, like a ship porthole. Yes. Portal, not porthole. Is it like there's an open space, and in the center of the open space, there's like a doorway that's glowing purple? Or is it like there's like a wall that has a glowing purple door-looking shape on it? Inside of a space, not attached to anything surrounding it. And it's actually a circle. Hobbits. Hobbitses. Hobbitses. It's elliptical. Oh, never mind. Tall or wide? Tall. Maybe it's from Portal, the game. Portal 3. Purple purple. Portal. It's purple. Mm. Um, okay, so you go through there. Okay. You are in a stone room. To your right are a bunch of boxes and a desk. To your left is a tapestry on the wall. Ooh. Straight ahead is a hallway. What's behind me? Well, the, um, the portal you stepped out of is on a bit of a dais. What's the tapestry look like? It is a tapestry of like a, a battle scene. Looks like it's describing some great conquest. Romy, hmm. a history check. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do an investigation. Ooh, I got a twelve. All right, sure. It looks pretty old. All right, I'm gonna eat some of it. Okay, yeah. Just gonna start chewing as much of the tapestry as within mouth range. All right, you got it. Uh, we're going back to the other parts of the party. Are there tassels? Were there tassels on the corners of the tapestry? No. Okay. There still aren't. It's probably not that good eating. All right, uh, Wendy and Scrapper. I don't remember what we were doing. We're going to the warehouse to talk to oh, Devin. Right. I'm reluctantly along for the ride on this one. We go in the warehouse. Okay, you go in the warehouse. Devin is still in that far corner from you. I wave at him again and say, hey, man. Oh, I did see you again. Look at that. See? Um, have you seen Craig? Craig, no. No, I saw him yesterday, but I've been here. You know, we drew lots. It's a bad shift, 12 hours. Hey, do, yeah. you, do you know how to use dynamite? Dynamite. I never touch his stuff. And then he 
holds up his hand and he's missing a finger. Well, you still got nine more. Yeah, but I need these. Yeah, they're not like lives. They're on strike. Why is he watching the warehouse? So that nobody else comes in and does work. He doesn't want any scabs, dude. That's true. There's nobody in this town. Yeah, but if they bust a bunch of people in. I guess. Devin, I know that we just met and you have no reason to trust me, but we need to take some of this dynamite, but we promise we won't do any work with it. As long as you're not doing any work, I guess it's fine. Okay. I can sign an affidavit or whatever. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, draw it's it up real quick. It's only a test that you will not use this dynamite for any work purposes. I want to, um, can you just put productive work purposes? Well, you can still unproductively work and accomplish something. So I, I don't think I can do that. I look at Wendy. What do you think? A shrug. Maybe just sign a different name. Oh, yeah. And then I sign it with a different name. What name do you use? Clarence. That's it? Hardbottom. <laughs> the third. Yeah, once I get going, I can't stop myself. So uh, the third Esquire. <laughs> You're a lawyer? Yeah, we're arbiters. Does he give us some dynamite? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he takes you over to the um, dynamite holding container, which is stored slightly outside and away from the ore processing area but only slightly but only slightly look we're trying to be safe but we're not being allowed to be safe is the problem yeah i get it man that's why we're helping you guys organize is there some sort of dynamite transportation object like a backpack or wheelbarrow or something oh we've got the the mine cart system oh yeah perfect okay let's put a whole crate into a cart okay uh he pushes over a mine cart for you oh hey do you guys have a pump trolley well there are uh, a couple in the um Inside the ore processing. But what do you suggest? Is it easier just to push this with our hands or get a pump trolley? I think it's easier to just push it. This dynamite doesn't weigh much, dude. All right. We'll push it. Thanks. You're welcome. Have fun. Be safe. And he holds his hand up again. Uh, okay. All right. We push the dynamite cart towards the mine. Yeah. And look for Kevin along the way, I guess. And I'm looking for a cricket. Oh, an investigation. Ten. You don't see any crickets. Wait, 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 wait. That was a perception. Nine. You see even fewer no crickets. So you're telling me you should stop investigating and you should start just perceiving? Well, that's not how rules work, you know? Like, they're different things. (laughs) It's like acrobatics and athletics. They're not interchangeable. Okay. Yeah, I just use them how I want. Um, Kevin. Yo. You're still circling around the town? Oh, yeah. How far did I get? You got to uh, the warehouse. The warehouse. I didn't see him anywhere. No, you haven't seen him. All right, so that means I've been around the warehouse. I didn't go to the manor because the manor doesn't matter because we came from there. I already checked around the the shack and the gathering center mm-hmm. and the general store. So I feel like that's, a, that's it. That's all that's left. So I got to go towards these mines. Sounds correct. I'm going towards the mines. Okay. Uh, you see your friends. Whoa. Uh, do I see any footsteps, any footprints? Uh, roll investigation. 20. You see some footprints. Are they Lars's? Gerbil shaped. Yes. Big old gerbil shaped. I see my friends and I see these and I'm like, guys, guys. I say, shh. Ah. Wendy, Kevin scared away the crickets, but I promise it's not that hard to catch one. Hey, what are you guys doing? I got some dynamite, man. Why are you whispering? Because it's secret. It's good dynamite. Okay, why why'd you get dynamite? Because we're going to blow some shit up, man. What are you blowing up? The mines, so that we're going to attract the devil. It's our lore. I feel like I missed that. 
Who fucking knows we're player characters? We're doing shit. We're, listen, some people were non-cooperative with putting themselves in danger. So we're going to put the assets in danger inside the mine in danger of being blown up by us. I think that's a bad idea. No, no, we're not going to blow up the trap. Do you even know where the trap is? We got to search the mines no, for it. We should it probably out. not take the dynamite in with us until we know what we're we doing. We can just leave dynamite dynamite out Somebody here. Somebody might take it. Okay, but here's the thing. Put it inside of a tiny hut or something cuz I don't want to be in there and have it explode. Plus look, there's these 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 and I point down these are durable tracks. This is where Lars went. I put my hand on Kevin's shoulder and look him in the eye, which is awkward because I'm so much shorter. And I say, maybe it's not his shoulder. Maybe it's just like right above the elbow. And I say, Lehman's tiny hut is like a submarine. It doesn't hold things in. So if the dynamite explodes, it's still going to fuck up the mine. No, no, but you hide it. Hide it from everybody else so then we know it's safe while we go and go and make sure Lars is okay. Because look, these tracks are leading straight into the mine, and that kind of makes sense. He's kind of dumb. He'd be going well, in there. Well, just keep it away from fire. Well, how do you know what's in there? I look in the mine. Is there any fire? Yes. See Along the walls and torches. See, it seems unsafe. I think I we think should leave it okay. here. No, I think, you, I think we should leave it here, and we should go find Lars, and then we should deal with the mine. Is there anything that's near us that I think can be used as a minecart cover? No. Isn't coal dust, like, amazingly flammable? Mm-hmm. Are there really torches in the mine? They're not unionized, Ed. Okay. Right. This is the safety problem, Ed. I think we should leave it outside and go check out, find the trap, make sure the trap's legit. What if that guy was lying to me? Who knows? What if I just cast a minor illusion on the dynamite that makes it look like it's something else? A minor illusion? Ha, 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 Yeah. Yeah, make it look like something else. I'm going to make it look like a bouquet of flowers. Nice. How about that? Is that good? I'm sorry. I think, I, I think we have a, like a crate of dynamite, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> I think you got like a handful of sticks. He says it's not that heavy. How much dynamite did they get? That's uh, probably like 30 pounds. It says minor illusion is five foot cube. It's got to be swallowing that. Yeah, it's definitely swallowing that. So I'm going to make it look like a really nice bouquet of flowers. And then the rest, I'll just make it look like empty space. What is this thing I am holding in my hand? A shadow or a hunting cap? A peacock or a treasure map? Whatever you might see is just not true. It's a minor illusion I made for you. It also doesn't move. Yeah. Like. If you move that cart at all, the illusion stays put and the cart moves uh, past it. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, that's, that can be up the cliff, but... That would be really cool. It doesn't... It's not like animated. Like, it doesn't interact with the wind or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll it look funny. Still. You know, I think that's a funny joke for later. How much wind do you think there is in a mine? It's not in the mine. It's next to it. It also doesn't smell like anything. So if you tried to smell them, it would just smell like dynamite. All right. Does that make you happy, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want us to blow up yet. When do you want us to blow up? Like, after we're reunited all together is fine. I would like to search for more gerbil tracks. Okay. Roll it. Can I help? Sure. I want to cast light. Okay. I mean, I got a 19. Uh, yeah, you see 
some gerbil tracks, like the last of the muck from the stables, kind of wearing off going into the mine. I tell my bandmates that I found some tracks and that I'm ready to follow them. All right, let's go. Nice. Follow the tracks. Just so we're all clear, that I cast light on my shepherd's crook. Got it. I'll I'll follow you guys. So you still carry the shepherd's crook? You just ditched the tub? Yeah. We put the beer in that in the wagon. It's got F holes in it. We fixed that. We put some stuff over it. Oh. Yeah, it's filling the fine. holes. We put Loctite. No, what's that stuff called? Great and slap stuff. on the stuff. Flex seal tape. No, fle- yeah, they <laughs> have tape. that. They have that <laughs> in this world. Emily, I want you to know that I have dark vision, so you casting light. I don't know how helpful it is. But yeah, but Kemen doesn't. That's true. And neither does staff, but yeah. staff doesn't say that. You want me to trip over stuff? Yeah. yeah. There's also torches on the walls. <laughs> All right, so Wendy goes in first, and then Kemen, and then uh, I come in with Scary the cart. Cat. No. Oh, we're leaving this year? Yeah. Yeah, with the flowers at the entrance. All right. We can we'll come, go back come back for, for it. it. We got to find the right tunnel to blow up. Because you can't blow up the one with the trap in it. How are we going to get this out of the way so that, what if someone else needs to use a cart to get through here? They're fucking screwed, man. They shouldn't be. Gotta wait. They're on strike. Okay. This is a bad idea, but okay. You enter the mine. Uh, Ahead of you, you can see the giant cavernous main opening. A grand chamber, if you will. And along the side, you can see a couple torches lighting up the whole place. And three passageways that exit from the main chamber. You've got one to the left, one straight ahead, one to the right. Is the one to the left like 50 degrees? From in front of you, yes. Yeah. All right, which way did you get, Wendy, which way did, or whatever, who's tracking this? I was tracking. Do I, can I tell which way Lars went? Um, roll me another investigation. 18. Uh, yeah, you can tell that uh, Lars went towards the left. Lars went that way, towards the left. I go that way, go, go. All right, let's go. We continue down the left passageway. Lars! Don't whisper, you have to yell it loud. so Lars! That you can hear you. No, loud, loud. I'm afraid. What if there's a monster? Like this. Lars! As you continue down the passageway, you can see ahead of you there's a bit of a split in the path. One left, one right. You can also hear a sort of hum in the air. What note is it? Mm. 117 hertz. Good. Thanks. That's important. I'm writing that down. Hertz, don't it? It's like A sharp too. Can I tell which way the gerbil went at the fork? Roll an investigation. I want to help with my light stick. 19. You can't tell. You don't see any new tracks. I yell, Lars, where are you, bud? Come here. No response. What does the hum sound like? Mm. All right, we'll go that way. Lars loves humming. You go that way. Uh, as you turn... Which way is that way? It's left. A, towards the left. Okay. All right, in front of you, you see a bunch of small shapes in the air floating around. What kind of shapes? Give me a perception. Nine. Five. Fourteen. Okay, only Wendy can see that they look like insects from where you guys are standing. lightning bugs? Like crickets? I catch one. You you try and catch one? Yeah. Okay. In my hands. Roll initiative. Damn it. Worth the bit. I don't regret this. Fifteen. Twelve. Nineteen. Eighteen. Okay, you're you're trying to grab one of them? Yeah, to show Wendy how to catch a cricket. Okay. Well... Uh, you're not first, though. The big guy gets to go first. Kevin, what's What do your... they look like, size-wise? Um, they are about maybe four inches long. It was a big cricket. And maybe, uh, two and a half wide, the body. 
the wings go out a little further, maybe another two inches on either side. Okay. Um, how are they like in kind of a cloud area? Yeah. A swarm? What? Yeah, that's the word. Okay, I'm going to cast Nether's Mischief, and it's a 20-foot cube around them. What kind of a spell is it? Illusion. What's it do? Depends on what I roll. Oh, okay. Then roll something. Oh, right. I rolled a three. Each creature in the cube must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or begin giggling until the start of my next turn. A giggling creature is incapacitated and uses all its movement to move in a random direction. You're trying to make me do this for a swarm? Yep. Interesting. What was the uh, success on that? What do you mean? What's a spell save? Save, yeah. 17. Okay. Uh, They aren't affected. All right, Scrapper. My turn? Yeah. I'm going to try to grab one. Okay. Make a dexterity check? Unless there's something else you can think of and make a good case Slide for. Slide a hand? Uh, yeah, give me that. I got a 15. Uh, You grab one. You got it in your hand. And I turn to Wendy and I say, that's how you do it. No, you're not going to look at it or anything? Yeah, sure. I'll look at it. I don't know how much I can do on my turn. I feel like I don't know that these things are dangerous yet. You grabbed it. Yeah. You can do like a, a free action or anything. Is it actually a cricket? No. Oh, no. What does it look like? It looks like a beetle. Oh. Do I know what this beetle is? Um, is it a rhino beetle? Roll in nature. 23. This ain't no beetle at all. It's fake. It's a fake beetle? Fake beetle. Like clockwork? Yeah. Dude. Guys, these are like clockwork beetles. I hold it up. We'll call that your turn. Okay. I think you did good work. Uh, Wendy. I don't know what I want to do is the problem. Just keep in mind that you just got schooled by me. How far away are they from me, since I didn't go up to them like an idiot? About 15 feet. I mean, like, if I attack one, like, if I attack with my sword, I can only attack one at a time, right? And there's, like, a bunch of them. I mean, you, like, you you attack this whole swarm, I think. Yeah, like, the swarm's like one creature. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll try and attack with my fire sword, then. Okay. 19 to hit. Okay, you hit. Give me old damage. Uh, seven damage plus five fire damage. That's the end of my turn. Okay. The swarm, super mad that Scrapper picked up one of its members, is now going to make an attack. 17. That hits me. Okay. How's it attacking me, though? It is, uh, doing a bite. Ow. They're biting you. Like a bunch of little bites from these stupid clockwork beetles? Yeah. Be so itchy. Yeah, there are slightly fewer of them since they were hit with a bunch of fire. But yeah, they're going to bite. Cutting words. My words are poison leaching into your soil. You can't resist them no matter how you toil. What was the uh, roll you got for cutting words? Don't you roll it? What was your dice? D8. Scrapper's going to take four piercing damage plus two poison damage. Ow. And that's the revenge that the, the beetles have wrought upon you. I hate beetles. Okay. Are they good. fine now? Are they like, we're good, we, we got no, the guy? No, they're, they're still angrily buzzing around. I mean, it probably didn't help I hit him with a flaming sword. No, not really. You were second on priority because 
Because I didn't train. Yeah, you don't. Like you, one. You're not actively holding one. You're not good at catching them. Kevin. I run into the center of them and away from my friends so that it doesn't hit them. And then I cast Thunderclap. Okay. They have to succeed on a constitution saving throw. Spell save 17. And what's the effect? Eight damage. And a deafening sound emits out from you, and all of the beetles that were there fall to the ground, disabled or destroyed. Yes. And also, some dust falls worryingly from the ceiling. Run, guys! (laughs) I feel like somebody from, like, the mine inspection should just show up and be like, this is an unsafe working environment. Please leave. That's what they've been arguing for. They don't have anybody to do that. That's us. We're there for that. Is combat over? Is that victory? Yeah, combat's over. Am I still holding the one in my hand? Yeah, but it's not active anymore. It's kind of all messed up. I, I want to look at it. Like, So these are definitely mechanical. You can do uh, investigation with advantage because you've rolled so well before. 18. Yeah, definitely mechanical. There's no organic component to them? None at all. This is weird, guys. Does this clockwork workmanship remind me of the way that devil looked? No, it, it doesn't. Okay, I tell Dream Lancer this. That's weird, man. Who builds, like, clockwork bugs? Last I checked, gnomes. Yeah, gnomes. This place is probably just crawling with gnomes. It's infested with their dirty little hands. Wow. Take it a take a chill pill over there. Oh, sorry. Maybe that guy to... you saw is just gnomes in a giant chain suit. No, I doubt that. Couple of them, at least. It had a hole in his stomach. How many arms did you say it has? Maybe six. Three gnomes. Mm, maybe. Mm, could be. All right. Well, let's keep finding. Let's try to find Lars and this binding circle. Yeah. Well, what's that even look like? No one knows. He didn't know. really give me any details, so I don't really know. What I'm looking for. Maybe this was part of it, and we just destroyed his trap. Well, it attacked us. I'm gonna so. be honest, though. If he thought that was gonna stop a devil. But laughable. I put that one in my pocket. Okay. So you went down the left fork. Mm-hmm. You keep going on and you reach a slightly larger chamber. In it, you can see there's a bunch of messy stuff on the ground. Like all, all different parts of things just lying around. Like mechanical objects? No, roll an investigation. 24, baby. Five. 11. So Scrapper can tell that what's here on the ground is a bunch of clockwork parts and a bunch of like scorched materials so there's like parts of power cores and and different pieces of plating and also just weird piles of meat 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 cooked seared like pittsburgh rare steak maybe a little more than that does the meat look like it was butchered for consumption or is it just like hunks of meat from like does it have tb it's it's like hunks that kind of got like maybe pulled off of of a greater hole Okay, not necessarily meat that's for consumption, maybe like pieces of people or animals. Pieces of something. Pieces of that guy where he got built. That demon guy, devil guy you saw. Maybe this is where he got built. Well, didn't they say... Also, consumption and TB, that's what I said. It was a TB joke. It was a consumption joke. Uh, Sorry. I get it. Yeah, one person. I thought you said TP, like the paper. Nope. Remember they said that some people were transformed into mounds of flesh? I wonder if this is related to that. Is there anything else in this room other than this pile of stuff? Nope. Does this look like a workshop? Um, no. 
Are there other doors out of this room, or is this like a dead end? No, it's a dead end. All right. Well, let's let's go back. I don't see Lars in here. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour again, just like you always do. We know we can count on you. Don't forget to go to bardicmysterytour.com. That'll link you to all of our important stuff. That links you to the music. That links you to the merch. That links you to the Patreon page. And we might put a link on to the the U.S. Census site. Who knows? Um, special thanks to Dan Getkin, who helped basically wrote my spell song that you're going to hear. And special thanks to Ed for being Lars. Back to the show. Smash cut to Lars. Yeah. Still eating that tapestry. Yeah, but the tapestry tastes kind of gross. So I'm thinking about those crates over there. Okay. I'm going to go eat some crate. All right. How are you going to approach the crates? Just like head on, smash into them? Are you going to try and like palm open? She's going to start chewing on whatever's on the outside of it. Oh, okay. There's the crates and, and a table in between them. Two piles of crates. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go with the crates. Behind you, the portal goes out. It's gone. Oh, no. Anyway, keep eating crates. Um, make a perception check. 11. 11. You hear something from down the hall. Okay. I can be in crate. Okay, good. Back to the party. All right, let's go back and check. You know, we'll just do that thing. We'll just put our hand on the left wall and keep going. Let's go to the next tunnel. So we go back to the last junction and turn left. Unless somebody tells me no. I'm good with that. That sounds good. Okay, you continue down that tunnel little ways and it ends in a dead end. I search for any secret doors. Okay. I got an 18 investigation check. You find no hidden doors. Something's fishy about this dead end. I search for Lars's paws, Prince. Do an investigation. 17. You don't find any paw prints. Okay, guys, I don't see any paw prints, so maybe he wasn't here. Yeah, or maybe he's flying. Unlikely, but okay. Maybe Lars has been a ghost the whole time, and I look at Wendy with my eyes real wide. Maybe. That could be it. You think you know people, huh? I go back out, and I go towards the left. Back out and towards the left would bring you towards the main entrance. And then I go left, right? Aren't we doing left? Oh, hold on. Great plan. Always left. I'm turned around. Uh, Okay, so you're going towards, uh, you go to the main cavern in the beginning and down the, what was originally the center passageway. You got it. Go ahead and give me a perception check. 17. 15. 16. Okay, on the floor ahead of you is just a bunch of scraps and stuff sitting around, but Wendy sees a glowing light emanating from one of the piles. I move closer to it and see if I can tell what it is without touching it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. 23. 17. 5. Wendy, in front of you, the pile that you're investigating starts to move and rises up into a big, large shape. It is mechanical in nature. Looks like it's got four legs sitting along the ground, a couple pincers also near the ground, and then it rises up in a central trunk into like a head type thing, and it's got a bunch of glowing eyes in the front and little mandibles. Does it have a mouth? You cannot see it if it does. As it rises up, you hear a mass of whirring gears and power coming on. It is your turn. I want to polymorph the thing in front of me 
into a little baby squirrel. The old fairy queen, she turned him into a tree. A slightly different change I will give to thee. What is the save on that? It's a 15 wisdom save. Okay, nothing happens. Pretty wise. Wise guy. I'm going to move away from this thing, like, behind the big guy and Scrapper if I can. And if not, I'll just be in line with them. But I feel like I got closer because yeah, I went you, to go look at it. Closer. So I want like right to back up. So, like, I think you're right next to it, basically. Yeah. So you're going to go ahead and, and get hit? Oh, because I'm I'm within range? Oh, I'll stay where I am. I'll stay where I am. I'll okay. stay there. Cool. Why didn't I take the movement feet? There's not such a thing. That's why. That one that you got. That's called mobile. Yeah, that's like the same thing. Mobile. Alabama. Okay. Uh, Scrapper. I take out my rapier. I wonder if we can get away without fighting this thing. But it looks pretty vicious, right? Sure. It looks mechanical. It looks mechanical. Four-legged. And has some pinches. Is this double DMing happening now? No, I just listened earlier. <laughs> You guys don't understand. Yeah, I think I want to just attack it. I kind of feel like it'd be nice to just, like, shut it down, but I don't know how to do that. Unless I do, is there a big power switch on it? Uh, do a perception check. 23. You don't see any power switch on it. Oh, it didn't roll well enough. There definitely is one. All right, I'm going to stab it with my rapier. And as I do, I hum a little tune to remind myself how good I am with my rapier. Which is a traveling trick I learned on the road from a traveling swordsman. Met myself a warrior, he was spry and he was quick. He gave to me this rapier and he taught me all its tricks. Powerful attack is the best kind of defense. And when I meet a foe, then they meet their bitter end. My first attack hits armor class 19. Alright, that hits it. Dealing. Nine piercing damage with my magical plus one rapier. Okay. And then I just swish swack attack again. But this time I only hit armor class 11. That one clangs right off of its outer shell. And I say, damn you, you mechanical lobster. Okay. Now this thing is going to attack Scrapper in retaliation. Cutting words. All right, it's going to uh, attempt to bite you. Good luck. You don't even have a mouth. Uh, 20. Armor class 20? Armor class 20. Even after, did you remember to subtract the D8 from yes, the cutting words? I did that. I rolled pretty good. I, honestly, I rolled pretty good for your cutting words, too. It hurts me. Oh, it hurts you? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does 15 damage. Ow! That hurts me pretty badly. That's good, because uh, it doesn't want you to live right now. Harsh. I feel like we have conflicting goals. So it will also point towards the party and it breathes fire out at you. But I'm too close, right? Like I'm underneath of it because I'm so close to it. Yeah, so. and I'm close to it too. Yeah. So it's I, only a chemist. I, I, think, I think that's not right. I think it might be everybody. So you need to give me a dex saving throw. 18. 18. Oh, 14. 
Everyone takes 11 damage. Everyone? Everyone. Even Lars? No, not Lars. He's not there. He's Poor not in combat. Lars. Everybody who's in combat who's not he the thing that you're fighting. And then it is Kevin's turn. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news to you. I've got necrosis ready to toll decay chimes at noon. Go for it. What's a, is what's he a save? Injured? Yes, he has taken damage. It's a wisdom save. I know he's pretty wise. I'm worried you guys don't know what clockwork means. I don't. I don't. Ten damage. Okay. Oh, it's like a machine. I don't. I don't. I don't follow. It's like made of little pieces that move like an automaton. Okay. What does that have to do with wisdom? Um, like it probably doesn't have like a brain. So that would mean to me that it would not save well against that, right? Like that the things that are a wisdom save, it would fail. Oh. Okay. Like we were just talking about Toll the Dead being magical bludgeoning, so I don't know what you're talking about because I wasn't there. No, no, Doesn't it's do necrotic. necrotic damage. I think it's necrotic damage. Oh, you looked it up? It's necrotic? Yeah, it's necrotic damage. So like you know like necrotic damage is like rotting. Does that mean that that did nothing? I don't know. <laughs> it's not listed here. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's effective. Perfect. There. Boom. Why not? If clockwork things don't take necrotic damage, tweet at us. Yeah. No, don't tell us. <laughs> well, you can tell us now, so we'll learn for next time and do better. Top of the order, Wendy. I think that machines don't like fire because any time I've ever tried to set fire to a machine, somebody's yelled at me. So, I'm going to attack it with my fire sword. Okay, roll to hit. 21 to hit. That hits. Six damage plus two fire damage. I'm going to inspire my good friend. Scrapper, whose name is not Staff. That's what I remembered. Hey you, you're pretty cool, and I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be true. Yeah, thank you. Okay, and Scrapper's up. I'm going to take my magical rapier, and I'm going to shove it right through the armor plates of this clockwork lobster. Okay, do it. I hit armor class 23. You pierce right through with your magical rapier. 10 damage. Do you think it looks more like a mechanical lobster or more like a mechanical onk egg? Well... It's not egg-shaped at all. Or that, that shape that's an onk. I'd have to be able to easily recall what an onk egg looks like, and I can't. All right, monster turn. So uh, it is going to go for a slam attack against Scrapper again. Try it, tough guy. What's a slam attack look like? Uh, it's going to like use the full force of its body to just ram into you. Ow. Cutting words. 17, armor class. I'm going to use my feet, the defensive duelist, to place my blade between me and this thing as a reaction and add my proficiency bonus to my armor class, making it miss. What does that put your armor class at? 19. Cool. You know what? I feel good for you. Thanks. I like that. I don't know how that <laughs> works. On a thing. I think that what happens is I put my sword there, 
And then I am able to use my arm like a bracing spring. Like, so a, like, a, uh, like a lever, maybe? You kind of push it, it to the side instead the of you? A little. Well, it pushes me out of the way, but mm, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hit me directly, so it kind of braces the impact. Neat. Well, it's still pissed at you, so it's going to try and attack you again with the bite. Bring it. Okay, uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, it probably feels like an idiot. Yeah, it feels real dumb right now. It probably pushed me out of the way so it couldn't reach me with its mouth. I thought it didn't have thoughts because it's not wise. Oh, yeah. So it can't have feelings either then, right? So it's tricky because, like, yeah. I don't know. It, this one particular is even more tricky. <laughs> okay. Um, It could, even if it had, like, been pushed to the side far enough away from you, it can still reach you from there. Okay. But he uh, kind of lunges to bite you and tips a little bit and is off, off balance. Yeah. What an idiot. In this commotion, behind it, two more of them spring up. Same size? Same size. I look at Wendy with really big eyes and I say... You think these are ghosts too? I hope these are ghosts. Okay. Uh, Kevin. Okay. I, um, I want to know about the layout here. If I try to run from where I am to get between all three of them, would they be in a 10-foot radius of me, the three of them? At least part of them would be in 10-foot radiuses around you, yeah. Then I'm going to do that. I'm going to move my body into the, like, behind the first one so they're all around me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to cast Earth Tremor as a level four spell. Okay. You feel that rumbling, you feel that shake. I know that's trembling. Tell me what that do. It's a dexterity save of 17. Mm-hmm. And I need to borrow another D6 from someone. I've got one Don't right here. Brains. <laughs> here, I'll put it. Hold hey, your hand. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Wendy, for that. I'll put it in with your other dice. Get away from me. Your dirty, dirty, broken dice. So it causes the ground to crumble and tremble underneath them. And uh-huh. if they fail the save, they take damage and they fall prone and then the area around them if it's loose earth or stone it becomes difficult terrain until we clear it okay uh what was the damage for that and what's the save number again dc 17 save and 19 damage two of them do fall over the one that was already off balance and the one that was to the left behind the original one okay wendy I'm going to cast Magic Missiles as a fourth level spell, which means I get six darts. I'm going to have three of them hit the one in front of me, and three of them hit the one on the left that fell down. Okay. That's weird. None of Brayden's dice rolled more than a two. Are you kidding me? Then look at that one right there. So one, the one on the left gets six plus three, nine force damage, and the one in front of me gets nine force damage. Also, you can use my four-sided dice next time, Nora, if you want. Thank you. Ah, uh, Scrapper. I'm gonna roar at the top of my lungs, and I'm gonna say, "Now's your last chance to run away before we send you to the grave." The shadow dimension? The shadow junkyard dimension. Yeah, but you thought there were already ghosts. Yeah, but I'm going to stab it anyway, because, you know, I stab at the one that was ramming me before. 
and I hit armor class 17. That hits. Okay. I thought it was going to hit, but I was scared that I should have used that inspiration that I have. I mean, they're pretty big. Yeah. And you know how much it hurts him? You're about to tell me. A million. Is it that much? 14 maximum damage. 14. Nice. He hits a max damage. Look at that. Wow. That's what happens. That's why you're supposed to all study under a warrior on the road for like a couple weeks. We've never met any warriors on the road that were like, hey, we want to teach you how to fight. If you meet them on the road, like, do you really study them for like weeks? Yeah, we were traveling. We were walking the same direction. Everybody gets to make a deck save right now. 12. 24. I got a natural 20, which results in a 27. Kevin fails. Wendy and Scrapper save. I will give you damage in just a moment. Does that mean we take no damage because we rolled out of the way like ninjas? No, it means you take half damage. Oh. 15 for uh, damage for full damage and then half for people who saved. So that's seven or eight? It's eight. Damage rounded up. Jeez. So would you say Jesus only took eight because Jesus saves? <laughs> right, that's a joke from the internet. Oh my god, what's that? It's basically a series of tubes. And these tubes can be clogged. My staff sent me an email on Thursday. I got it yesterday. What? Okay, uh, the one that just got stabbed explodes in a fiery ball. The one that just got stabbed? Yeah. It's By yours power truly. source skewered right through. Yeah, I got oh, a nice. really sharp rapier. That's Is number, that why number we one? dodged for the explosion? Yeah, yeah, a big got old it. explosion. Got it. Numero uno guy, the first one. Yeah, the first one. Okay. He's no longer with us. Kevin. Rip. I might have hit that too hard. All right, the second one writes itself and uses its fire breath towards you guys in a good old 20-foot cone. So I'm safe? How? Aren't you in the middle of them? No, you aren't safe because the one to the left was a slightly further back. I was just checking. See? It was worth a check. He had to look at his notes. And because he has notes... <laughs> I keep detailed notes... <laughs> of everything. Yeah. Right? Let the record show Emily just gave a mean look to Ed. <laughs> and he deals 23 damage, unless you guys roll a save for dexterity. Seven. No. 22. Okay, yeah, you, you save. 26. Half of what? Half what? of 23. So. 12. 12. Yes, yeah, it ain't looking good over here. Uh, and the second one is going to run up, or actually just going to turn and attack Kemen with a, uh, a bite. I hope you're okay, buddy. Cutting words. Okay. Liberal use of these. What? I'm allowed. No one else is helping. 14. Doesn't make it. I save. No. I'm so tough. I'm the toughest bitch here. Okay. I believe it. I'm still standing. All right. I dodge that shit. He's, he's going to slam you now. Cutting words. There we go. There we go. My words are poison leaching into your soil. Eighteen with with the 18 cutting to words hit with the cutting words. Dang, you that's should, a that's you guys a should just boy. have D ten cutting words. That's a hit. You're gonna try and cutting words, these guys. That's a hit. That's a hit. He boy. hit you. He got me. 
Got you good. I tried to dodge though. Right mm-hmm. in the jugular. I like I dodged into it. Like he missed he I dodged out of the first one and <laughs> into the jaws. <laughs> the snappers. You're gonna take 18 bludgeoning damage. Max damage. Holy mechanical macaroni. Malevolent mechanical macaroni, Batman. And Wendy's turn. No. Wait. It's um, my fear. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um I cast conjure animals and I conjure eight cave goats. There are cave goats? It's on the list on the internet, and so I went with it, but if you don't think there are cave goats... I I mean, there definitely exist cave goats now, and since you're summoning them, they can be here. Okay. But what if we call them mine goats, since, you know, for theme? Mm. All right. And I'm going to conjure them so that there are four around each one, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to back away and tell them to attack. Okay. They can attack right after summoning? I think they have to roll their own number. Yeah, they roll their okay. own initiative. Roll so I'm going to roll them as a pack. Is that right. okay? Yeah. Um, they got a four, so they're next. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you use Brayton's die for that? No, I could have, but I didn't. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Please tell me a goat attack is like a headbutt. Yeah, it's a ram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they are... What are the goats or rams? What sets a mine goat apart in aesthetics from other goats? Special traits. Keen hearing. The cave goat has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing. Sturdy climber. The cave goat has advantage on strength athletics checks to climb rocky surfaces. Which is good because I just fucked up the ground in here. Cave goats are the size of a spaniel and have dog-like paws rather than hooves. Despite being what? quadrupeds, they are accomplished climbers of the steep and uneven confines of the underworld. Cave goats are loyal, if a bit surly, and strong, making them a favorite companion of underworld travelers. They have toe beads? They do. What? And they're dirty I'm against looking. Cause, I don't like this. Cause, Wait, you they know. have toe beads or toe rings? Toe beans. Beans? Toe beans. Is that what they're like called by people besides Ed? Yeah, everyone calls them that. Okay, I don't remember what to do, but um, four of them are going to attack one, and four of them are going to attack the other. Okay. Help. Yeah, how do we do this again? If you hit their armor class, half of them hit. And if you hit two below, then one fewer hits. And if you hit two above, then one more hits. Okay, here. This was on the one that fell. Okay. Um, Nine to hit. Okay, so one of them hit. On the first one? Yeah. Okay. Five damage. All right. And then the other one? I rolled an eight. Okay, none of them hit. Okay. Yeah, cave goats. Mine goats. Mine goats. Are they cave goats or mine goats? Mine goats. Here's the thing. Can they have little tiny minor lights between their horns because they're mine goats? Can they? Well, I mean, you summoned them, so I, summoned I feel them like with that. you can summon them with that. I did it. Because there's, they're not a permanent because thing. Because there are eight there. of them, like each of those little lights is a different color. Did you name them different names? No. Okay. Um. No. They're non-named mine goats. They're numbered, but oh. one of the numbers is missing, and it just goes to nine instead. Yeah. Seven's unlucky in the mines. In the mines. In the mines. Where a million diamonds yeah, I shine. Did. 
So anyway, um, because we didn't, I didn't name them. They're just the, known as the color of their light. Okay. Red, orange, yellow, the warm colors on the one, and green, blue, purple, and turquoise on the other. Warm's on the front, cool's on the back. I feel like we're getting Got ready it. for a rave. We are, with our mind goats. It's Wendy's turn. All right. I'm going to cast magic missiles again because that seems like a targeted attack that won't hurt the goats or my friends that are also near these dudes. I'm going to divide them in half again and have three hit each. Damage the one on the left. Brain, did you see what my die? No, why don't you shut up? I didn't see it. (laughs) Was it a four? No. Oh, look at that, Brayden. 11 to the one on the right. I bought those dice and gave them to you, so it's kind of like, kind of like my luck. I don't think so. Evened out. And I'd like to, like, if it's possible, I'd like to move to a spot that if one of these guys cast the flame thing again, I would be out of range. Uh, you can kind of be in sight of them. If you're trying to just do ranged attacks, if you go back 15 feet from where you are. Okay, I'll do that. Am I still in the room? Can uh, I still see them? It's a like, cavern hall, Okay. so you can still see them. Yes. That's it. Okay, Scrapper. Scrapper throws her rapier into the sheath and reaches behind and pulls her guitar around and strums an amazing chord and casts Mass Cure Wounds. I can target up to six people, so I'm just going to target the three of us. Mm-hmm. 13 hit points for everybody. Oh, hey. that sounds exceptionally low for a three die eight plus your charisma modifier. A charisma modifier is only plus four. So you got <laughs> nine on three die eight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to use a bardic inspiration and do a little trick I learned on the road from a traveling paladin. And I'm going to heal my friend Kemen a little bit more because you're standing right next to me, right, Kemen? Um, I am close to the two, so I don't know if I'm near you anymore. Um, would be in front of you within five feet. Okay. And if you're nearby, I'll be your favorite guy. I'll heal you up quick with the secret paladin trick. So Kevin gets an additional four hit points. Thanks, buddy. And that's my whole turn. Great. Uh, the monster on the left gonna attack. Kevin is closest still. Are you sure? Are those goats aren't closer? The goats are closer. I forgot about all those goats. They're the best. Shoot. It's got four goats to tear through real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. It's gonna bite one of them. Which one? Red, orange, yellow, or pink? It's going for pink. Okay. Uh, it had a bad time about it, though. Mm. Yeah, he he kind of um, estimated wrong. Dodgy. They're short. They are a little shorter. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's his turn. The other one is going to go ahead and use its uh, fire breath. On the goats? Yeah. 
it's kind of surrounded by goats, so it's only really going to get two near it, but it's going to point it so that it also gets the other goats. From the other guy. From the other guy. Okay. But he's also going to get the other lobster. Yeah. I'm not trying to cheat here and say, oh, he's just going to attack indiscriminately and then he just doesn't take damage because I forgot about it. He's going to attack indiscriminately and just uh, not care. So roll two goat dex saves. 21 on one of them. Oh, two natural 20s in a row. 21 on both. Those goats are wily, man. Yeah. Um, they got 60 they feet of dark take... vision. They're better than me in this fucking cave. <laughs> it's the paws. It's the paws that help them. It's literally fire coming out. They can see it. They all take 13 damage. Two of the goats on the right and all the goats on the left. Okay. They're all still standing. Rude. Okay. And that's their turn. Cameron time. Oh, yeah? I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on my buddy. Is he still falling down? Did he ever get up? Yeah, he got up. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on that guy. That guy? All right. On the left one. Mm-hmm. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news to you. I got necrosis ready to toll decay chimes at noon. Okay, this is going to do 2d12 to him, and it is a wisdom save. 16. Okay, he goes ahead and takes that damage, and everybody who is not windy, give me a dex save. I got a 10. No, I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. I got a 15. I got 23. All right, you both save. How about them goats? Oh. Another 20. 21. The goats also save. Everybody in this fiery explosion takes seven damage. They're all still standing. Oh, and so am I, in case anyone cared. I'm still standing. After all these years, I'm still standing. Yeah, we all know that song. Yeah. By the famous rock group. Okay, goat time. Rainbow cave goats. They all do a ram. They all do a ram, and they're all attacking the one then, huh? Oh, yeah. One roll for all? Yep. 21 to hit. Okay, and it goes the same the other way, so half of them would be on its Armor AC. Class, and, then t- and then for every two above that. Okay, so six hit. 27 damage. Jesus. They all backed up together, and they all rammed simultaneously, and the glorious rainbow of their beautiful, cute, tiny little minor helmets made a beautiful rainbow of the sky as they rammed into him. Yeah, and then it's probably its eyes came popping out, <laughs> right? And he went, beautiful, and died. Can he talk? Um, It can talk. What language does it speak? They just get to give things away. Oh, Mechanical? Okay. It's in binary. Assembly? I did think about it's casting Apple, tongues to see if I could communicate with it at the beginning of the fight. Shucks. But I didn't. You might still have time. Yeah, I mean, it is your turn. I'm going to cast magic missiles from okay. very far away from my lovely vantage point and hope that my friends don't die in the meantime. Um, and I'm going to cast it as a third level spell so I get five darts this time. damage. 13 damage. He's still there. Um, I think that's it for me. 
Okay. Scrapper. So as a fraction of all of the surface area of this um, mechanical giant lobster, how much of it has like little wires hanging out and sparks coming out of it? I'm, I'm going to say there's not much for wires, but like you can see some binding gears. It's looking pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. It's in, it's in not the best shape of its existence. Oh, but I can't probably get to it because there's a bunch of goats. Yeah, there's a shit ton of goats around it. All right. Hold on. It's covering goats up in this bitch. This changes my... Uh... <laughs> Your tactics. Yeah. What's a pack of goats called? I forget. I used to know. It's something interesting. A prominence. A handhold. It's like a pile. A group of goats is a herd, a tribe, or trip of goats. A trip of goats? I like trip of goats. Well, if they make you trip. Or like a stubborn asshole of goats. (laughs) I'm just going to reach over and touch Kevin on the shoulder and cast Cure Wounds as a first level spell. Thanks, friend. But I'm going to use my special tricks to make it doubly effective. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit. By the power of this spell, I'll cure your wounds and make you for 10 hit points and that's my turn all right so as i understand where everybody is um this last clockwork monster here is going to do a bite attack against kemen even though all those goats are there yes okay how though because his head's so high up it can reach over the goats because he's got reach (laughs) can i dodge it (laughs) okay uh you can try you guys say, I dodge, I dodge. But it's part of your armor class. <laughs> yeah, but it's a static number, so oh, oh, you can oh. just yell it out. Hang on, let me dodge. Hold on, ready? 17! Um, no, it, 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 it hits you. It takes a big old honking bite right on your face hole. Oh, no. He's going to be disfigured forever. I hope he gets the beard. 28 damage. Good thing you healed me, buddy. That's called premonition. Premonition. And it's going to uh, slam into a goat, I guess. What color? Uh, Your choices turquoise. are. Okay. What's their armor class? 11sies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of demolished him with a, a 22. Okay, well, he only had two hit points, so I'm glad you used that on him. Okay, I literally can't roll lower than two, so I'm not going to bother rolling this. It's for dead. who? For the goat. Okay. Damage for the goat. It's just, just dead. Just one, though. No turquoise. Just the one. We still got, you know, the rainbow and pink going for us. Yeah, turquoise isn't even one of the most important colors yeah. in the rainbow. So it's still beautiful. It's not like you got rid of indigo. Yeah, we didn't have that anyway. What? Okay. Kevin, uh, it's your turn. I will toll the dead. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news to you. Ready to toll decay chimes at noon. It is a save of wisdom. Uh, nine damage. Okay. Goats. For real? Yeah, for real. Here they come. I'm rolling one for all of them. Yes, all seven. 22 to hit. 22 to hit. Power, Holy Power goats. Holy crap. 
How do these goats hit so well? They have dark vision. And they have rainbow power lights. And they have paws. And toe beads. Yeah, that means uh, all of them hit. Seven. 29. You got them. That's even better than the last one. And the glorious seven color rainbow. Makes a deck save. (laughs) Seriously, make a deck save. For the goats and for you and for... Oh, I'm in the range (laughs) too? You didn't leave. You could have been like, ah, heal. All right, I'm out of here. See ya. Could have come hang out next to me. Right? I got a 13. Okay, you you didn't make that one. Sorry. Take full damage. The goats got a 14. Goats make the save. Nice. I got Are you kidding me? <laughs> I got a uh I got a four. That, that, yeah, I don't think you made that one. Sorry. Full damage for full damage for the, the player characters. Half damage for the goats. Goats are gonna disappear when I go unconscious though, so it's okay. We won't know. Thirteen. I am unconscious. Okay. I'm not, surprisingly. Good. That's good. Goats disappear in a glorious rainbow poof. We got them all, boys. Woo! No, Kamen! If only your goats didn't have that much hubris. Scrapper, do you have a healing spell that's better than my cure wounds? Or should I go no. help Kamen out? Okay, I don't. I, I go to Kemen's limp body and press my hands to his forehead and cast Cure Wounds as a first level spell. You got a grizzly cut there. It's laying your bone quite bare. But if you come over here, I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear. Six hit points. <clears throat> uh, hey there, buddy. You okay? Yeah, I'm great. What, where'd all the goats go? What happened? They disappeared when you passed out. They're gone forever now. Hey, good news, buddy. Yeah. You were right to have left the dynamite outside of here. <laughs> How come? Because of all the fire that's been the going explosions. around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know some things about some things. You know, I think I really understand now why they were concerned about unsafe working conditions in the mines. Yeah. What kind of things were those? I have no clue. I think that they were dwarven mecha lobsters. You guys can roll something. What, what kind of thing can you roll that? History? Nature. It's Ar- definitely Arcana? not nature. And. Definitely not Arcana. Religion? <laughs> We're getting further. Athletics? <laughs> Use rope? Insight? I'm going to say history. 19. I got an 11. I got a 6. Only Kevin has any idea. I told you they're giant dwarven mecha lobsters. I don't know, man. I think they're... Uh, abominations. Abominations. Abominations against what? Nature or whatever. Yeah, that's why I said they're mecha lobsters. I'm going to say you, you just don't know how they are made, though. Something made them. Was it dwarves? No idea. Was it God? I'll tell you what I do know. Somebody better sing a song of rest before we find more of them. Okay, do you think that we should stay here in this chamber? In a tiny hut of safety. Well, I mean, what, do we really need a tiny hut? Like, we're fine. Why don't we sleep behind the overturned earth? All right, I start spending 10 minutes ritualistically casting Liamon's tiny hut. L-E-O-M-U-N, the apostrophe as Liamon's got a tiny hut and it's big enough for all of us. Liamon.
great. So you're, you're taking a rest, short rest? Yeah, I then we want to so. take a short rest. Cool. I'll sing a song of rest. Sleep, my child, and rest with me. Come lay beneath a willow tree. Lay your head upon my lap, and we shall take a little nap. And when you wake, we too shall go upon a merry adventure. So sleep for now, dream of me beneath a flowing willow tree. Why were there abominations in the mine? Is the work environment more safe now? Is that dynamite still where Dream Lancer left it? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com bardic mystery tour is recorded at looking for group pittsburgh looking for group pittsburgh is a land center in the brookline neighborhood of pittsburgh pennsylvania if you're in the area stop by for games co-working or events find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com